Good morning, I'm Roshan Gidwani. It's Thursday, the 9th of February, 2023. The local stock market edged higher on Wednesday as investors mulled over the latest remarks from U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. The Straits Times Index inched up by 0.2%, or 7.68 points, to finish the day at 3,388.52. In Singapore, banks were among the biggest gainers on Wednesday. UOB came out on top, adding 1% or 0.30 Singapore dollars to 30.84 Singapore dollars. DBS rose 0.6% or 0.20 Singapore dollars to 36.19 Singapore dollars, while OCBC advanced 1% or 0.13 Singapore dollars to 13.15 Singapore dollars. Wall Street stocks dropped on Wednesday on concern about the deteriorating corporate earnings outlook amid worries the Federal Reserve will overdo its efforts to counter inflation. Prime U.S. REIT has reported a distribution per unit, or DPU, of 3.03 U.S. cents for the second half of financial year 2022 ended December, down 12.2% year-on-year on on lower income and higher interest costs. DPU DPU for the financial year 2022 declined 3.5% year-on-year to 6.55 U.S. cents, mainly attributable to the full-year contribution from Sorrento Towers and One Tower Center, both acquired in July 2021. BRC Asia has reported a profit after tax of $11.7 million for the first quarter of financial year 2023 ended December 31, 2022. During the period, its revenue came in at $341.3 million dollars while gross profit stood at $23.4 million. Cash and cash equivalents stood at $112.7 million as at end December. Straco Corporation is expecting to report a substantial net loss for the financial year 2022 ended December 31, 2022, compared to the net profit in the financial year 2021. This is due to the lower revenue from the group's China attractions during the year due to the additional COVID-19 measures, such as lockdowns within the country. Private equity firm North Star Group is considering the sale of Singapore's InnoValues in a deal that could value the precision machine parts maker at over 500 million Singapore dollars, two sources with knowledge of the matter told routers. The Singapore-headquartered firm is talking with at least one advisor to explore the potential sale and gauge interest, the sources added, declining to be named as the matter is private. Zhongxin Fruit has posted earnings of 1.7 million renminbi the first half of financial year 2023 ended December, a 95.1% decline year-on-year from the 34.2 million renminbi reported in the previous corresponding period due to operational challenges. For the period, earnings per share stood at 0.16 renminbi on a fully diluted basis. Chip Eng Seng says it expects to report a net loss for the second half of financial year 2022 in its profit guidance released February 8. The loss is attributable to higher-than-expected foreign exchange losses as well as higher-than-expected provisions to be made in respect of certain of the company's construction projects. Smaller subscriber losses and a beat on the top and bottom lines were the highlights of Disney's fiscal first quarter earnings report. While the company's linear TV and direct-to-consumer units struggled during the period, its theme parks saw significant growth year year over year. Disney reported earnings per share of $0.99 per share adjusted versus $0.78 per share expected 
revenue of $23.51 billion versus $23.37 billion expected and total subscriptions of $161.8 million versus $161.1 million expected. Apple has expanded an internal test of its upcoming Buy Now, Pay Later service to the company's thousands of retail employees, a sign the long-awaited feature is finally nearing a public release. The tech giant contacted retail staffers this week to offer them a test version of the service, according to Apple workers who asked not to be identified. Uber Technologies Inc. on Wednesday set its sights on delivering profits this year after rounding off 2022 with blowout earnings as a surge in demand for airport and office rides helped the company rebound from pandemic lows. Uber forecast adjusted a bit dub between $660 million and $700 million for the first quarter, well above the average analyst estimate of $593.06 million, according to Refinitiv data. CVS Health reported fourth quarter results that beat average analyst estimates. CVS posted an EPS of $1.99 on revenue of $83.85 billion, beating the consensus for earnings of $1.92 per share on revenue of $76.33 billion. Revenue increased by almost 10% year over year, led by an 11% increase in pharmacy services revenue. Yum! Brands on Wednesday reported quarterly earnings and revenue that topped analysts' expectations, fueled by strong same-store sales growth at Taco Bell. Overall, the restaurant giant saw strong U.S. demand for its food, but weak sales in China once again weighed on KFC's and Pizza Hut's results. Beijing-based Li Auto unveiled an extended-range electrified sport utility vehicle, or SUV. It wants to rival cars like Tesla's Model Y. The L7 introduced during an online event on Wednesday has a starting price of 319,800 yuan or 62,486.2 Singapore dollars and a maximum driving range of 1,315 kilometers or 817 miles. In our research section, Philip Security Research Analyst Darren Chan maintains a buy on Capital Land Ascot Trust. The target price is 1.26 Singapore dollars and it was last done at 1.10 Singapore dollars. For Alphabet Inc., Philip Security Research Analyst Jonathan Wu maintains a buy recommendation with a target price of 131 US dollars. Its last close was at 107.64 US dollars.